everyone, and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We are a weekly podcast here at KTBS, and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a cardiologist by occupation, but here he is an expert champion pro at education in Louisiana. He is also past chairman of Blueprint Louisiana and a recent recipient of the Bob Ham Lifetime Distinguished Service Award given by the Council for a Better Louisiana. Welcome, Dr. Roseman, and I'll let you introduce our guest. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to have a wonderful time talking, putting a spotlight on J.S. Clark, um, which is a school that's been here a long time. Our, our uh, guest could tell us a little bit about the history, but uh, one that has been had a huge success with our students. And we want to spotlight on that and kind of determine what is, what is the secret sauce uh, of uh, <laughs> J.S. Clark, what makes it, what makes it go. And we have, we're, uh, have with us Dr. Kenya Roberts, the okay. principal, and Jashika Dennis, who's a teacher there. Yes. And um, let's just start with uh, you telling us a little bit about J.S. Clark, the history, and maybe you know, what's been happening over time at J.S. Clark. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, at one point, J.S. Clark was a middle school, um, and then it was transferred over to an elementary school. Um, I have been there, this is year seven for me. Um, we've had some great things in place um, where our students have performed, have kept um, increasing in their academic achievement over the last few years. Um, and we've done that through several different, um, in, well, including everybody in the, you know, the betterment of our children. So basically, um, we've had community members, parents, teachers, district personnel, everybody involved in helping us to be successful. Um, we've done things such as Saturday Academy to help our students um, increase their test scores. We've done after school tutoring. We even have motivational Mondays where we have community members to come in and speak about things that will help to motivate our students to let them know that they can be anything they want to be. That's great. Well, now how did how how does Saturdays? Yeah. Getting the kids back for Saturday, and uh, how are you be able to do that? And what do y'all do Saturdays? So um, Saturdays um, is basically for leap acceleration to help students. Um, basically, we have all of these prerequisite skills, or we say um, our baseline data that we need to focus on to help our students improve. So on Saturdays, um, they can come for the core area, science, social studies, um, ELA or math. And we really get them um, fired up about coming because if they come so many days, they get a dress down day. Or if they come so many Saturdays, they may get a pizza party or something. But um, more than anything, it's about just helping them to increase um, because their challenge at the end of the year during testing, if they have so many advanced they get $25 for every advance they have, or they get $50 um, depending on how they score on the test. So um, this kind of motivates our students. That's yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from? Um, so again, we have community that um, adopts our school and um, gives donations to our school for our students. 
Um, we have fundraisers throughout the year where we raise money and it goes into that fund, the principal discretionary fund, where we can use that money to reward our students. So J.S. Clark's been around a long time, so I think a lot of people in our community probably have gone to J.S. Clark. Yes. And yes. come back and support it. That's great that they, they come back and su support it as a, yes, as a community. So let me ask you both, successes that you're most proud of, what are the things that, you know, really makes you feel good about things at night, makes you sleep well at night? Okay, I'm going I'm to let Ms. Dennis answer that one first. My biggest thing that um, excites me the most is seeing the student growth. Um, I've been at J.S. Clark for six years and I started out as a first grade teacher so that's like a non-testing grade but I was really nervous about moving to third grade. When I got there, you know, um, my subject uh, areas that I focus on were science and social studies and statewide science and social studies scores were really low and I was just really nervous, oh my god, how am I going to, um, you know, help my students pass this test and score really well. And so since that first year, um, my children have excelled exceptionally well. And it's basically having a passion and wanting to see the growth in your kids. And that's what excites me the most. They are excited when you kind of break down and explain to them, you know, what their scores are and what it means to them. And so. So what are you doing differently? What are you doing that other teachers aren't doing who are teaching those same subjects? What do you think as to instill from Philip is your secret sauce? <laughs> I make my subjects come to life. I love to put myself and make the subjects really um, realistic. Whatever we're teaching, I try to relate it to something that we deal with on a regular basis or in, in real life. And so the students love that. Especially uh, with third grade, we were formerly teaching about Louisiana, and I absolutely loved it. And I just kind of make my classroom come to life, and we just put it all, all on. Yeah, it seems like, you know, we spend a lot of time on reading math, which is understood and should understand that that happens and it's good. But these other social studies, history, yes. geography, science, bringing those things to life could be really fun yes, it's uh, very for exciting. the kids. And, and once you, you know, build those reading and math skills, that helps push your science and social studies to the next level. So it all, it's all, all works out for the better. What do y'all do to kind of examine the data, tell what one student needs to do or another student needs to do? How do y'all do that at J.S. Clark? So um, we are very, very intentional for every single student. We look at the standards that we have, um, we look at where each student, each question on an assessment, what standard it focuses on. And we go through um, the questions that focuses on a particular standard and pull out those keywords to make sure students understand what those keywords ask them to do. Mm -hmm. And then once we um, analyze all that data and look at the ones that the students are still struggling with, we go back and take that key vocabulary or that key information in those particular questions and start to work with our students on that during um, what we call RTI time. Or well, at Jess Clark, we call it win time, whatever I need time. So whatever that child needs, we, we try our best to focus on that. Interesting. Do, uh, obviously you can't have an excellent school like what you've developed at J.S. Clark unless you have the culture, unless you have the climate, you know, 
That's right. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how have you been able over the seven years? I think you've been. Mm -hmm. You said you've been there. How have you built that that culture and climate? Because I'm sure that changes, but it's kind of an ongoing process. Okay. Now this is where I get really excited. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my director always says, if I come to Jazz Clark, if I'm not gonna see anything else, I'm gonna see a party. So I always tell people, even when I hire people, I always tell them, we are a family. Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, we work really hard, but we reward and we play really hard as well. So when our students, as well as our st staff, perform well, we make sure we celebrate. Um, we want them to know that we are proud of them in everything that they do, even if it's something small. We want them to know that we're proud of them and we celebrate. Well, obviously, the one of the answers to the next question I'm going to ask you, uh, which is how do you, what's the secret sauce to a to a great school? Celebration is one of them. Yes, I got that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, any other secret sauce for the for what can uh, you add, Ms. Dennis? Well, just like Dr. Roberts said, we're like a family, and we're all about cultivating positive relationships and just being there for each other. Um, we have we're always there to support each other, whatever we need. Even when we give the students what they need, Dr. Roberts is giving us the teachers what we need. She hardly ever tells us no, you know. So whatever we need to be motivated, whatever we need to to make our classroom instruction go to the next level, she has been very supportive of us doing that. And so that motivates you to try to be positive and come to work and do your job, and that translates over to the students. So what are some of the things that great principals like you, okay, what are some of the things that the school system brings to you? Is it, we hardly ever talk about the school system and the importance of what goes on there. But um, how important is it to you? It's very important because we want to make sure we stay on top of the game. We want to be in that top number in the state of Louisiana. So what the district does is they bring that tier one curriculum. They bring that curriculum to us and they tell us this is the curriculum we need to follow to ensure our students can compete with the ever-changing world. So we take that curriculum and we implement it with fidelity to ensure that our students are going to achieve. You know, that's, uh, you know I think I forgot to tell um, and, uh, that, uh, this, that we're doing Spotlight on Success and that's why we're talking mm -hmm. so much about success uh, in this uh, period of time, in this 20 minutes on this podcast. But let me ask you about some of the challenges. Okay. There's, you know, we, we hear a lot that it's difficult. There's a lot of things going on other than school with children. There's all kinds of things. What are the challenges that you face and have you been able to overcome some of those challenges? Okay, um, there are two major challenges that we have. Um, one being mobility and the other being attendance. Um, I'll talk a little bit about mo mobility and I'll give Ms. Dennis the opportunity to talk about attendance. Um, so mobility, um, we feel at J.S. Clark, like we get our students ready, pumped to learn, and they're all excited and we see the growth in them because we track them from the beginning, we see the growth in them. And it's like, as soon as we get that child right where he needs to be, they move. Hmm. And they go to another district, they go to another school. So like um, from May to August, our kids leaving in August, it's like we almost have almost a whole new. Really? Almost yeah. a whole new school, yes. And that's every year. Um, we have students who, the parents, they have multiple children. And they have a child in the fifth grade. When that child gets ready to go to middle school, 
they feel like um, it's more convenient for them to have one place to go. So they'll take the whole family to um, the charter school that's K-8. So that way, I only have one place to drop all of my kids off instead of two different places. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the major challenges that we have is the mobility and just trying to get them to stay at J.S. Clark um, to finish out the success they've started. I thought I heard a statistic one time that said that a third of the people total mm -hmm. in the school system will move mm -hmm. in a year. Mm -hmm. I thought, wow. In one year? One yes. year is yes. what I, 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 yes. I, I must We've had wrong. students to leave um, and go two or three months and then they come back. Um, and it's about when they leave, um, we have to make sure they're going to another school. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they sit out and come back. Yeah. yeah. They've got to pay the rent. Right. Do you have um, homeless children? Is that a... Oh, yes. It's a, we have a large population of homeless at J.S. Court. Mm -hmm. Now, about attendance, because we've discovered that, too, as we've talked to different mm -hmm. people about their challenges. In fact, it was much worse than we thought it w was yeah. going to be after mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but yes. how have y'all been able to... Or is there still an attendance problem? And if there is, what do we need to do about it? Well, I'll say as far as where we were during COVID, it, it's gotten much better. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of support now um, from the district where we're focusing on making sure those students get to school. But as far as the mobility they, the, and attendance, it kind of works hand in hand because once we see they're not coming, you know, we try to do what we can to reach out and first as the teachers to see what we can do, what's going on. Because a lot of times we don't even realize wh what situations the students and their families are being faced with until we reach out to find out. Um, but yes, attendance is a major issue because you're, you have to teach every day. And if a child is missing so many days, they're missing that important instruction, those critical moments. And you know, as, as a teacher, your biggest struggle is to try to meet that child where they are and they've missed so many days or if they come back, you gotta remember what you need to, or you know, where your focus is and try to keep them motivated as well to do what they need to do. You know, when I was working on a series on truancy, one of the things that someone said to me is, elementary kids love to come to school. So you're, when you talk about attendance, it's, you, it's not that the children are at home saying, I don't wanna go to school today. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all of these other variables in yeah. adult life that are making it difficult. What are, what are some of the biggest challenges you're seeing with parents? Oh, um, I would say lack of motivation to do so. Um, a lot of times our parents can possibly be so overwhelmed with life struggles that, you know, that impedes on making sure, sure the children are doing what they need to do. And so, you know, we just try to work past those barriers. Yeah, if you're trying to pay the rent and get food on the table, right. then, then sometimes, yeah. To yes. them, that's most more important yeah. than school. And the thing about elementary students is they don't really control their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's about what their parents say. So if the parent says, I'm not taking you to school today, then they're just not going to school today. Yeah. Um, middle school or high school have it a little bit better because they can get up and take themselves to school. <laughs> but elementary, they really don't have control over that. You know, we talk a lot about, uh, almost constantly about school safety. Not only the physical safety, but want to talk a little bit about that and also about the emotional safety and what you do about that in school. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not as big an issue as in high school, middle school, mm -hmm. but still, 
a significant issue. So what it, what do you do about safety in an older school uh, like J.S. Clark? And then what do you think, what do you do as far as the emotional safety? So um, all Caddo Parish schools have security on campus. So we do have a Shreveport police officer there all day. Um, as far as, you know, physical safety and making sure no one is to come into the school. We have, all of our school is locked up all the way around. You have to have a badge to get in, um, so on and so forth. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of times when parents or somebody else from the community comes, it's like, oh, y'all have this not locked down like Fort Knox. Like, we can't get in. <laughs> that's exactly what we want it to be. No one can get in that's not supposed to be in. Um, so we make sure that's safe. As it relates to physical Emotional, um, just as Ms. Dennis said earlier, there are so many things that our students go through that we, we can't even imagine. Um, so we make sure we have communities and schools on our campus. We also have um, David Rains that has a um, social worker that, that's on our campus. We also have our school counselor. Um, and we also have peer groups that meet with our students to just kinda see where they are, how they're feeling. But our students know that we have an open door policy in our office, they can come to me, counselor, Ms. Dennis, um, administrator, since they can come to anybody when they when they really need to. Let me ask you this, because I've always, you know, it's, uh, you've been seven years, over seven years, the school has had gradual improvements mm -hmm. through that time and continued improvements. When you came to J.S. Mm -hmm. Clark, mm -hmm. and I don't know what the school performance score was or anything like that, but let's say maybe it's not as high as it is now. Mm -hmm. um, what, um, how did you approach that as a, as a leader? How did you approach that situation where, you know, this needs a turnaround, this mm -hmm. needs, you know, a complete change in what, what's being done? How did you do that? So my, my first approach or first thing um, I thought about was um, building those key relationships with the educators. Um, I tell people all the time, of course, in education, the end result is student success. But before I get to the student success, I have to make sure my teachers are happy and they're successful. Because if my teachers are happy, that energy is gonna trickle down to my students. And when teachers are happy, you don't have to ask them to do lesson plans. You don't have to mm -hmm. ask them to do what they need to do because they're gonna do it because they want to. There's a difference between having a job and having a career. Mm -hmm. And the teachers that I have hired over time, this is their career. And they love doing what they do. Um, they're not in it for the money or anything. They're in it because they love children and they want to make sure children get what they need. That's fantastic. Just a couple of things that I ask it at the end of each of these podcasts of, of guests, and I'm going to ask you the same questions. It's interesting responses. The first is, um, what are some words of advice that you want to, to give to those in the audience, uh, either about with kids to children to parents to community what whatever way you want to what are some words of advice you want to give well I would say the main thing being don't give up don't give up on our students don't give up on our staff don't give up on our community if we work together as a team we can definitely make the difference we are on um, the right track to making the difference to um, building back up our community and I just feel like if we work together and not give up and focus on the end goal, we will be successful. Yeah, I love that answer about building back together. Yes. You know, 
as a community, not just school, not just the kids, but mm -hmm. the whole community. The whole community, yes sir. Um, from the teacher aspect, basically just stay motivated, whatever you need to do to keep yourself um, positive and, and um, doing whatever you need to do to keep your students where they need to be. Then the last is a little bit more personal question, but uh, basically uh, for you is that what what brought you here? What keeps you here? We all have choices to make as we get older about where we're going to live and what we're going to do. So what attracted you to Shreveport Bossier? And um, um, so for me, um, I, I grew up in Shreveport Bossier, um, but I grew up in Allendale Lakeside community. So coming back here to be the principal of J.S. Clark has been a dream come true because I want to be able to help my community. Um, I've had several events at the school, um, job fairs. I've had the Black History um, program where we represent people who grew up in that neighborhood because I want these kids to know just because you live in this neighborhood, it doesn't mean that you can't be successful. So just knowing that this is where I grew up and knowing that I was still successful um, I just want everybody to know that that's really what keeps me here because I know what these kids need. Wow, that, that is motivational to the, mm -hmm. the kids to know their principal uh, grew up in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually a Shreveport Bossier native as well. And um, actually, I, I think I ran from education. I don't know, <laughs> I, I, my family is full of educators. So I said, I wanted to do something different. Well, about six years ago, the bug came and bit me again, and I was like, uh, I can't escape it this time. And so I'm here, and I'm here to stay. Super. Mm -hmm. Super. What do we got to offer as a, as a community? What do you see that, that Shreveport Bossier has to offer? So there are so many things that Shreveport Bossier has to offer. There are, um, there are jobs. There are jobs here. Um, we just have to um, be ready for what's available. Um, there are jobs here. There is a good community. I tell people all the time, if you're young, sometimes when you're young, you want to move away, you want to go, you want to do all these great things. But I feel like Shreveport Bossier is a community town. It's a family town. Right. And if you're trying to build a family, this is somewhere you want to build your family. So, well, listen, this has been great. We've learned a lot. And, and I, I know the, the people that watch the podcast will, will learn a lot from it as, as you're uh, the, your colleagues and all. Uh, and for us in the community, just can't tell you how much we appreciate um, the work you're doing because it is how we build a community and you're building it mm -hmm. at J.S. Clark. And we're thankful for that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. We appreciate you for having us. And thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view this podcast and others anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at ktbs.com slash podcast. Have a good day and we'll see you next time for Education Checkup.